Keep your whole home running like clockwork. From the office to the game room with Xfinity Internet, you'll get the best in-home Wi-Fi experience with reliable speed and coverage. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today to learn more. Restrictions apply. All right, uh, welcome everybody to the next episode of Choose First and Ten. We're here with uh, JP and JJ. Good evening, folks. That is JJ. He's back in... uh, Back in the swing of things, so am I. We both had a couple of things going, and but we're back. So we we're are. Back. Uh, we back. We're going to go over a few things. Um, I think one of the things that we wanted to talk about—it's kind of comical—is maybe Mr. Robert Kraft. Yep, Mr. Handjob himself. Mr. Handjob. I'm. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm. 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 I don't know if I'm in the minority or not, but I mean. Let's be honest. You went to a massage parlor and got a happy ending. I mean, that's that's kind of the football season is here, and you can track the latest news, odds, and information at BetOnline.net. And while stadiums won't be full, game action will be loaded. Which players will step up to lead their team? Is there still a home field advantage? Will offense or defense dominate these early weeks of the season? Follow along at betonline.net as the top teams in football begin their journey to Tampa. Available online or your mobile device. Check out the site today. Bring the game home at betonline.net. I like where I'm at with it. I'm not I'm not thinking this. I think they're blowing this out of proportion quite a bit, but you know, whatever. I'm just a guy. Yeah, who knows? I mean, you know, there's so many rumors going around about it. I mean, he's crafty. But he, you know, they, they they got a rumor going around that he owned half of the joint, and the guy that owns it with him is uh, uh, doing human trafficking, and the or woman that owns it, or whoever owns it, the other uh, minority owner or whatever, has got human trafficking going on. And there's over a hundred different high-profile people that are involved in this that they've got video of. They've got graphic video of him. Ooh, I want to watch that I'd, tape. Yeah, I bet that's uh, I bet that'll never see uh, TMZ. That's one thing. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> I hope it so, doesn't. Yeah, um, he uh, apparently uh, probably is going to get somebody paid off to make sure TMZ doesn't get that video. That's for sure. Oh God, who wants uh, to watch that shit? Oh God, can you imagine? I did see something really comical. There was a post going around that looked like a an official post from Robert Kraft, and it said, "If it helps, you know." It, I went soft extremely quick and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, it was kind of comical. I mean, it was it was pretty funny. I, I was dying. But, you know, it kind of makes you think about it. You know, in the long run, you're not going to – if that would have been Clark Hunt, if that would have been anybody else other than maybe him and Jerry Jones, I'd, <laughs> I doubt very seriously if it would have been as – easily dealt with right now. I mean, yeah, the other fans are making a big deal of it, but he categorically denied him being even being in the place, even though they had video of it. And it's, it's just funny. I mean, it's just, it, it just makes me laugh. I mean, it just, it, it shows the Testament. It's a Testament to that team and that organization, what they've been about for years. And I, I I'm happy about it. I mean, I think it's funny. So um, anyway, it is what it is. We'll see what the outcome is. I mean, I'm, I, if somebody said he's going to get a suspension. I don't know if he will or won't. They probably won't do anything, but 
if it, if it comes out that he didn't actually own it or anything, you know, just for a personal reference, there's a there was a parlor in the town I live in where the woman running it owned it and she got arrested and it was this big to do. It was like, you know, is this really that big of a deal? There's there's no human trafficking going on where I was at. Like, if, if there was a one woman who owned the place, she got arrested yeah. and all her clients, and she was actually just like trying to build her own business as messed up as that sounds. But at the end of the day, everybody's kind of like. Uh, whatever you know like yeah who cares yeah there's it, it, it do have proof that there was human trafficking going out of there supposedly um they don't they're not proving that it had anything to do with craft but they did say that you know there was reports out there that he was a minority owner in that property in that business and I don't know. Who knows? I mean, they got <laughs> they show him pulling up in a friggin' limo, getting out of the limo, going into the place. They have video of, of him in the place, and then all hell broke loose. So, who knows? I think he finally turned himself in, if I'm not mistaken. But I, he owns a property apparently somewhere down there. I guess he has a beach house somewhere. That's not surprising. Though it's Florida, you know. Yeah. So who knows? But you know, I, you know, I was kind of wondering who the high profile golfer was. You know, the first thing that came to my mind was Tiger Woods, of course, because of his sex issues. But, uh, you know, Phil Mickelson has a property down there, from what I understand, and some other golfers. So who knows who all was in there? But who, I mean, who could be, like they said, there's a bigger name that's going to come out besides Robert Kraft. I'm, I'm just speculating. Who could it be? Who's the bigger name? Because, I mean, is at this point in his career, is Tiger Woods really a bigger name? Would that shock you? Well, I think, point? It's a, I think he's more known. I mean, he's more known – in the sports world, just because not everybody follows football or owners of football, but they follow, they may follow the team, but they don't know who the owner is. You know, yeah, when you Tiger, hear the word name Tiger Woods, you know who Tiger Woods is, whether you follow golf or not. Yeah. But he already so, came out that he's a sex addict. So what does it matter if he got a hand jibber in, you know, a parlor who gives a shit? Like, I mean, well, at that that's point, would it surprise you? I mean, really? Well, no, it wouldn't surprise me a bit, but I mean, there may be people out there that think, my God, I thought he reformed himself and now he's back into this shit, but who knows if it's him or not? I mean, it could be anybody, you know I mean? If there's a hundred high profile names supposedly involved in this or that have been in and out of that place, God knows who we're going to hear about. I mean, if TMZ does get a hold of any of it, you know, it's going to be on, you know, on national broadcast. So We'll find out soon enough, and, and I'm sure his is going to get brushed under the rug, just like a lot of the things that go on in that town. But, um, eh, is what it is. Yep, uh, I hear you. It's what it is. Yep, yep. So, had a few um, few questions about the draft, and who do the, who do we think? Uh, who do I think the Chiefs are going to go after in the draft? What's your opinion on that? Um, you know, from what I'm looking at, how the board's going to fall, I don't think we have much of a shot at Byron Murphy. I think that was what a lot of guys were thinking we were going to go with. I just don't yeah. think it's a real possibility. Um, DeAndre Baker out of Georgia, that cornerback, I really like him. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of high on Juwan Thornhill also, uh, safety. But I just, uh, I don't know if I take him with a first round pick. That uh, that uh, defensive lineman out of Notre Dame, Tillery, I really Tillery, like him yeah. too. Tillery, I don't know if he'll good. fall. I don't think he will, um, unless something comes out somewhere that you know, is one of the, you know, the, the intangibles that make him fall. Um, I doubt very seriously if he does, but they're, you know, they're wondering, you know, a lot of guys are wondering what player, what type of player we're going to go after. We're going to go after offense. We're going to go after, you know, running backs, wide receivers, blah, 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 you know. And then they say, well, what about the draft then? 
I mean, what about free agency? You know, the whole thing is this team needs players on both sides of the ball, but you have to have backups on both sides of the ball. So whoever we go after in free agency, if they're a, a, a veteran in any aspect, if a two-year baller or whoever it may be, and we pick them up on defense, and then we go after a defensive player in the draft, that's just somebody we know if we go in the first or second round and chase them down. We know that that's somebody that's going to be able to step in and take the place of someone that may be injured. You know, and that's something we've been lacking for a long time. So, you know, when Justin Houston went down, uh, we didn't really have anybody to take his place. Eric Berry, we had nobody to take his place. And the people that we did have take his place, they didn't want to play him for some reason. You know, they put in crap. So that was just a Bob Sutton mistake, and that's over with. And I think, you know, it's it's going to be a, a different defense this year, and our offense is going to stay the same. In my opinion, I think they're probably going to go after them. They might go after a wide receiver or a running back in the in the you know in the first in the early stages of the draft. You know, we I need just, who's who's worthy of that pick though. I mean, I do like DK Metcalf well enough, I guess. I don't know if I like him first round, but I definitely don't like Josh Jacobs first round, and he's the only well, running back. Either. Damn. Yeah, I don't like him either. And, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I couldn't I couldn't answer that because I really don't know who's any better than either one of those two. But, you know, they do need some help. They need they need a little bit of help on offense, especially if they are going to get rid of Conley. I doubt they do. Oh, I think I mean, they're going to. I think you know he, they're going to. I'm trying to avoid it. That's I guess that's my optimism. You know, I love the guy and I think he's just great. And it's just like West. I love West and I hope he sticks around, you know, not even so much for his abilities because he is a good ball player i think it's a a lot of it just what he does for the team in the locker room and i think he's just he's that face that people love to see and he just likes to he wants to make sure everybody's happy you know and and that that helps the continuity in the locker room is a huge thing and this whole a b thing is really getting tiring i am so tired of seeing you know the all the big writers for the chiefs talk about a b we don't need a b we don't need a diva. We don't need somebody like him. And to me, I think it's just a huge mistake uh, if they went after somebody like him. We don't have the money to pay him and continue to, you know, unless it was a one-year deal and they cut D4, Justin Houston, and everybody, and Eric Berry and everybody else that, you know, on the team. Yeah, we could afford one player that we really don't need. We don't need that guy. Um, that's just my opinion on him. Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I don't know where he's going to fall as far as money is concerned. I don't think he's going to get seventeen million a year like he was expecting. There's from... no freaking way he gets fifteen million. I bet you he signs somewhere for eleven, and he's. You know, oh, I bet he does too. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, I don't know. Here's the thing, you know, I think if they would have said, okay, I don't think he could. It was so much about the money, as it was about the way they went about it. And Pittsburgh's always been about. Just they, they tag, they tag, they tag, they piss people off, they leave. And then it, it, it's just a, a revolving door. It's like a car dealership. But if they would have been, went about it a different way and said, okay, you know, we're going to sign you to a three-year deal. Your deal is worth $12, $13, 14000000 million a year. He probably would have signed and stayed. But with the attitude – of Tomlin and the problems with, and I don't care what anybody says, Ben is a problem. Ben Roethlisberger is a problem. He's got oh, he's a mouth that a doesn't quit. And it, you, know, you listen to these Steelers fans, oh my God, he's the best thing that ever happened. If it wasn't for 
and I, I read this, if it wasn't for Ben Roethlisberger, one wouldn't have been in a Super Bowl, AB wouldn't have been in a Super Bowl, this guy wouldn't have been in a Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. Ben thinks he's the best thing that ever hit the quarter, quarterback market. Yes, he's been a good quarterback. Yes, he's had a long career. But he's not the best thing that's ever hit the market. And it does not give him the right, even if he is, to sit there and hammer his players on national television. And nobody's going to want to stick around for that. Not when they but go I mean, somewhere dude, else and play for a decent five. person. He's a top five QB, though, and the Steelers have had a history of taking guys and making them better than they were. I mean, Mike Wallace was a freaking stud. You know, uh, he had Santonio Holmes he was dropping bombs to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no he's, doubt. He's, he's made wide receivers. He made Emmanuel Sanders. So, I mean, you can't sit there and, you know, pretend like Roethlisberger had nothing to do with this. He had a lot. To do oh, with no, him. he had a lot to do with it, but he doesn't give him the right to act the way he does. And it doesn't no, give him the still, right to go on national TV. I mean, he's a fucking tool bag. I mean, he doesn't have the right to go on national TV and hammer players. And, you know, AB, he's sitting there talking about how he was treated. Well, and how and one of the things that were said about him by the Steelers, well, he did the exact same thing. He went out, and when Bell was holding out at the beginning of the season, well, if you want to earn that money, then you need to come to work. You need to show up at OTAs. You need to show up here. You need to show up there. Well, you got to show up at minicamp. But anyway, you know, you can't uh, – A.B. can't run around and, and, and act like he's the victim when he sat there and did the exact same thing to Bell. He ran his mouth, you know, come to work. you got to show up, blah, blah, blah. You want to make that money. But yet he steps – out of the, you know, steps off the field and doesn't play anymore. So yep. he just walks away from the team and leaves them hanging. And, you know, he's putting out these ignorant, arrogant videos of himself, of the best wide receiver that ever played the game, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. You know what? Odell Beckham Jr. is coming up as, on a free agency stamp too right now. And I would rather have him any day of the week than A.B. So... I don't know. Um, we should talk about somebody else who's been running their mouth a lot lately. Who's that? Mr. Uh, Steven Nelson. Yeah, what the freak is going on with that guy? Well, you know, we, we did call that, that he was getting ready to go to the Raiders anyway. And yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's uh, alienating himself, and I don't, I don't care what anybody says about how, like, oh, he walks his comments back and other tweets. I don't give a shit. He is, he is uh, he's checked out. That dude is as good as cleaned out his locker. Well, he's an idiot for doing that because he's walking away from his Super Bowl ring, and that's going to be this year. He's walking away from a ring. You know, it, it's just dumb on his part. I, I, I don't understand his problem. And I know hey, a lot saw, of – He called it on your Bob Sutton hate, though. That's, he blames all the problems the Chiefs had on Bob Sutton, and I think a lot of them were, but I don't think it was all of them. I don't think it was all Sutton. So, I mean, there's, there was a lot of times where, you know, like we were watching that Patriots game. And there's that play that Seth Kaiser's uh, retweeted a few times where there's literally four, three, four receivers open and nobody's covering them. And you can say scheme all you want, but at some point you have to look at these guys and say, you can't identify that these, these guys need to be covered. I mean, I don't care what scheme you're in. Like who's supposed to cover these guys? You know, I mean, that's true. Yeah. There's that's no true. way that these DBs are sitting back there like, oh, don't worry. The guy ahead of me's got this dude. The guy had yeah. got this dude. Like, there's no way. Like, they're just not doing their job. So, I mean, no, they're not. They're, they weren't. I mean, there's, Bob's there's, you know, falling on the game plan, but you know, like, it, it falls on the players at the end of the day. Like, it really does. Yeah, it does. So, I mean, I, it does. Even can, thanks, man. I don't know 
what you're doing out there right now. I can't figure it out, but uh, I guess you're gone. So sounds good. You know, it's, you know he was ranked top five at PFF. Yeah, for uh, passer rating allowed. Yeah, for passer rating allowed, he was ranked top five. So um, I, I think he might have been ranked fifth, but regardless, uh, it's kind of sad. I mean, you know, Sutton lost respect and control of that defense really last year. But it got really bad this year, of course. And, you know, maybe, you know, maybe things would have been different if he wouldn't have been there. You know, when they should have let him go at the end of last season, they should have, they should have cut ties with him then. And they didn't do that. So, um, you know, that we'd have, things would have been totally different this year if they had. So, you know, you can't, you know, it starts at the top and it works its way down and, and that's just the way it is, you know. So you're right, but Stephen Nelson, he needs to uh, he needs to chill out. I don't know what his deal is. I mean, I'm I sure he's probably he's he, gone, dude. He's got to know he's not coming back. I mean, at this point, like I, I don't, I just don't understand what he's what he's thinking. I mean, I don't get either. It. I, I don't either. You know, when you look at like Charkandrick West, that he has nothing but positive things to say all the time. Oh yeah, and, he gets hammered. People hammer him all the time on Twitter, and he's you're right, he's. All positivity, and he takes yep. a higher road all the time. And I, and I, I don't time. mean to—I don't mean to hold athletes to a different standard, but I mean this. You know, guys, if any athletes listening to this, this is kind of this is the territory. I mean, you are on a national stage. There's a bunch of assholes on Twitter. I mean, I'm on there all the time too. I'm an asshole. I get it. But you just got to deal with it. I mean, be a professional. The rest of us who are on Twitter watching idiots say things—they're not professionals. They're idiots. That's why they don't get paid any money. Exactly. I mean, like, just, just hold your tongue. Reggie Ragland's really good at it. People hammer him all the time. Love that guy. Play. I love that guy. Yeah. I absolutely love him, and I, I don't hammer him at all. I think, I think he was still injured quite a bit this season. You know, I mean, he had those knee problems early on, and I just, I don't understand what, what Stevens thinking. I don't get it. I don't either. All I know is, is that you're right. There is a lot of assholes on Twitter, and they need to, you know, the the Twitter GMs, the Twitter coaches, the Twitter execs you know they're all there and these guys you know no matter how you look at it they are human beings and they're gonna they all have feelings no matter how you look at it it's no different than you and i just because their their job allows them to be paid a little bit more money and some of them it does it is a little bit more money than a lot of other i mean there's lawyers out there that make more money than some of these nfl players do so to sit and hammer somebody when you really don't know the game or you haven't played the game you really don't have any business saying anything neg- negative when it comes to these players and trying to critique exactly how they play the game when you don't know it well enough to be able to do that. Um, if you were on the field and you can sit there and say, you know what, I played that game for nine years or ten years, I know what it's like, different story. But if you're just an outsider looking in and you've never been close to these guys to see what they go through on a daily basis, before they start hammering and they are to think twice you know, before they open their mouth, I guess I should say, because – some of these players, they do have the feelings, and like, and with West, he doesn't say anything back to you. If you're negative, he won't reply to you. No, and he's and he's it, good about he's good about responding with positivity all the time. And I mean, that's just, all the time. I'm sorry, dude, but that comes with the territory. You want to be a professional athlete, you need to learn how to deal with people who are negative against you. Because there's always going to be Skip Bayless out there. There's always going to have Jason Whitlock talking shit. Stephen A. Smith is going to talk his shit. It's what he does for a living. But when when can you think of one time? An athlete responding to a troll or someone who's being negative and defending themselves has worked really well. Like when is it's it? Correct. Ever it's, ne- it's never works. No, it doesn't. Yeah. 
It doesn't. No, it never works. And Nelson's the, the, the way he portrays himself about like, you know, I'm blocking KC's causing me to block three people a day. So now he's blaming yeah. the whole city and fan base. Yeah. Or someone talking yeah. shit to him. And I just, yeah, dude, I don't, yeah, I, <laughs> someone needs to talk to his agent or something and be like, Hey, you know, man, you're, you're not helping your value here. You're attacking exactly. the entire fan base. Like you're, for some idiots, you know, and they, they yeah. probably are probably total assholes, but you know, just let it go, dude. Let it go. You're a professional. Let it go. Exactly. I mean, it, it is what it is. And you're just going to have to move on to kind of, kind of like West does, you know what you're saying? If you say something negative and he's posted it a couple of times, you know, the only thing he has said is if you don't have anything nice to say or positive to say, I won't respond. If you do, I will respond. And yep. he's responded, but you know, it's a difference. There's a difference between a Skip Bayless and a, and a Stephen A. Smith and, and Jason Whitlock, which, you know, that son of a bitch is more about eating pizza than he has anything else, but, and talking trash about people, than a fan that just sits there and slams him day in and day out. There's no yep. reason for these fans to do that. There really isn't. I mean, they don't know shit. I'm not trying to be a, an asshole. I am one, but I'm not trying to be one. It's just the truth. They don't know what goes on in those fields. And the guys, I've had guys come, well, I played college ball. Okay, well, great. You played college ball. So did I. It means absolutely nothing until you're on that field, an NFL field, and you can play at their level. Shut the hell up because you you don't know shit. I will agree with you on that, but then I would tell, I would say this, though, that athletes who are on a professional stage need to treat people who make comments about them on Twitter like they're arguing with a six-year-old. We can really go back and start arguing with a six-year-old about like, hey. Oh, and I agree with you there. Yeah, I agree with you. Laugh them off, man. They're not, they don't know what they're talking about. Just laugh laugh them off. It only makes them look bad when they come back and attack them. So I'm just defending myself. Like, you don't look like you're defending yourself. You look like you're being petty. Well, and you're right. And and then that's true. And you're right about that. They do need to just uh, let it go and just move on just like Wes does and a few other guys, Raglan. They, you know, Raglan's really good about just saying, you know what, talk all you want. It doesn't really matter. But here's the problem that you're going to run into. You know, I'm looking at the Justin Houston situation and some, I'm not going to say who it was, a large name writer for the Chiefs posted that Justin Houston will not take a restructure and he's most likely going to be gone. Well, Justin Houston has never come out outright and said, I'm not going to take a restructure. The problem that everybody doesn't see is that when you run your mouth and you slam a player, like people have slammed him for the last year, two years, and you say, Oh, well, he's always hurt. He's always this. He's always that. He's still one of the top ranked players in the league. And he's been there for us. So if he's not going to restructure for any reason at all, it's going to be because of that and that alone because he wants a fucking ring. He's not going to play for a fan base that doesn't want him. It's that simple. And there were so many people that hammered him and hammered him and hammered him and hammered him. And they're still hammering him. And he, they, nobody knows whether he would have taken a restructure or not. Nobody knows whether he would have done anything. They just assumed and they spouted off at the mouth. And the next thing you know, he's sitting at home going, well, you know what? Fuck him. They don't want me here. I'll go play for Denver. I'll go play for the Raiders and I will run their ass in the ground. And it's happened to us before. So if we're going to be that fan base, top five fan base that you see blasted all over Twitter, then we need to act like it. 
We need to act like a top five fan base. We're ranked number one, the number one fan base. That's how we're ranked. Weirdly enough, somehow the Chargers fell number three, I think. Well, how the hell are the Chargers number three? Their fan base is so up and down, it's pathetic. You know, the L.A. market is horrible. But we're number one, but yet we sit there and hammer our players on a daily basis. Yep. And, and that's got to end at some point. you got to come together and say, you know what, we're, we're a team. We're all one. We want, to, we want the ring. They want the ring. They want it more than we do. They're the ones out there getting their asses kicked every day. So I think, you know, give them, give them some slack and let them do their job and maybe you know, things will smooth out a little bit. But it is what it is. You can't change people. So you just got to move on. Nope, I hear you, man. I totally hear you. But, so we got a, uh, we got a winner. Oh. Our, uh, you know what's weird about this whole situation? What? Actually put out um, instructions on how Jersey. And if I'm not mistaken, or mistaken, I should say, I'm sorry, I'm tired. I've only seen one person that actually did it the right way. And that was Sassy Chiefs fan. And she posted a picture of her downloading the podcast. She listened to it. She actually sent back, DM'd me versions of it that she liked, which was everything. She loves our podcast. Everybody seems to. And she did it the right way. So she's the winner. So, Sassy Chiefs fan, you won a jersey. I know Congrats, you want the Sassy. Patrick Mahomes jersey. <laughs> yeah, I figured that would be the one. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sassy, if you're listening, uh, just lower your expectations for the color because I'm telling you right now, it's not the right color. But you know what? It looks good. Like, it looks – people will see that and be like, that's interesting. And they might not say it looks good, but they'll be like, that is interesting, you know. That's definitely different. So – Jersey, maybe leave it out in the sun for a couple of days and it'll look perfect. I don't know, but it is definitely a jersey. There you go. So, yep, we'll get uh, Sassy, congratulations. Uh, yeah. and you won. Awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Um, yep. Where, when we get her address, uh, just so you know, Sassy, expect like if you're in Missouri, uh, it'll be coming from South Dakota. So just give it a few days. I'm guessing within five or six days, you'll have it at max. If I'm not mistaken, and I'm pretty positive, she's actually in um, Tennessee, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she's in Tennessee. Oh. It's not bad either. I'm, so, I'm from South Dakota, so I'm in the middle of everybody. So you'd probably be five, six days still. Yeah. she. You know, it's funny. You know how many fans we have in, in southern states? I'm blown out of the water. You know, I get a, a, a list of, because of the network, I get a list of fans that are all over the country. And we, the Chiefs have a very broad fan base. It's huge. I mean, it's down south. It's the east coast. We've got people that are that live straight up in Boston, Connecticut, all those areas. They're all there's a ton of Chiefs fans from California to New York. There's Chiefs fans. Well, dude, on and my from, block alone, I fly a Chiefs flag like every week in the house right behind me in the alley. Flies two Chiefs flags during the season, and then the one like across the street from him. Actually, that family's kind of split. There's a Broncos, Panthers, and a Chiefs fan in that house. So, I mean, it's just just on my block in South Dakota. There's three of us. What makes me, you know, it makes me feel good that we are. You know, there's fans in all 50 states. We have them in Denver. I mean, where there's big market teams that have been to a Super Bowl, the blah, blah, blah. They live there, but they're Chiefs fans, and it makes me happy. You know, you got the Titans in Tennessee. You've got 
you know, New England, of course, for Christ's sake, Jesus, God, New England, you know, out in, in the East Coast. And I've got New England or people that live in, in that area in Boston and in uh, Connecticut that are fans that follow us on Twitter. It's just it's great to see that we have fans all over the country and we've got them in other countries. I mean, I've got I've been contacted from Spain, from Israel. I've been contacted from uh, where else? Germany, uh, yeah, UK. I know Chief UK. Brazil. A lot of yeah, a lot of uh, UK. June out there. Yeah, yeah. South so, Korea. South Korea, correct. Um, so it's great to have that fan base all over the place, and you know it, it's growing now that we've got, of course, the best quarterback in the NFL. That's going to, but uh, hopefully they're not fair weathers. But most of these Chiefs fans that follow us are diehards that live in other cities you know and it's just nice to see so it makes me happy but uh i'm gonna get uh, sassy's information and we're gonna mail her out of jersey and and we're gonna hopefully do some more uh, giveaways here real soon yep i'm Um, sure uh, we'll have a show post combine right we definitely are going to post combine and when free agency starts we're gonna have to really be on the ball with that and uh, make sure that we're uh broadcasting who we get now what do you think about the uh, Emmanuel signing? The EJ Emmanuel? Yeah. Oh, dude, I could care less. He'll be off the team in a couple months. You think he will be? Yeah, yeah, he'll, he won't yeah. be. He's not sticking around. He's a camp. So str- yeah, it's really kind of a strange signing. Um, and then there was that, uh, and I was kind of excited about him. Um, Sammy what? Sammy Coates is another guy that we just signed. Coates. I'm actually excited about Coates. I think man, that, that kind of makes me happy. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know about you, but I'm man. Yeah. He's going to be a strong one. Um, I think, uh, that's out of the four or five that they signed. He's my favorite so far. So, um, yep, same here. Yep. looks good. What do you think of, uh, Earl Thomas or anybody coming in? Oh, I just don't think we have the money, man. I really don't. I don't, I don't think, think he's really money. demanding that kind of money, bro. I think you'd be surprised. I bet you he's. From what gonna... I understand, he's done wanting more than what he was getting in Seattle. He wants to play for a team that's going to win. He's already got a ring, that's... man. He doesn't, he doesn't really need another one. I mean, he's. He, I think yeah, he wants to get paid. You get that taste, bro. You want, you're going to want another one. Twelve, thirteen million a year, and still get another ring. And you get that endorsements that come along with that ring. I would probably say he'd leave and come before he that's went what... to another team for an extra couple million. We're gonna have to see. I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, there's a lot of players out there right now that are free agents that look, you know, pretty good. Now, strangely enough, they're 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 grabbing, you know, if you guys are getting signed already and the Chiefs can't sit on their balls, they've got to they've got to start picking up on some of these players and and making some moves because uh that's been kind of our MO is we sit around a lot and that puts us in a position, a compromising position when we sit too long. Yep. So, nope. it, you know they're going to have to, they're going to have to make some, little quicker decisions on on these players and 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 make the moves a little faster so we can get these guys on board. I mean, there's not I I can't imagine a player out there that wouldn't want to play for this team right now. Um, you got the best, in my opinion, the best head coach to play for, in Andy Reid, and then you've got Double S that just came in. That, from what I understand, you know, I mean, I I've I know his stats. I know what he's done, but players love him. And I think he's going to make a huge difference in this defense. Huge. 
it's going to be night and day from what we're used to. Yep, I hope so. I hope so. So, yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to wrap this up today. This is going to be a short show. Um, we just wanted to get a few uh, pointers out there. Make sure we did the giveaway, and uh, congratulate Sassy Cheese fan again for her uh, participation. And I hope everybody likes it and uh, continues to listen. We will talk to you again after the draft. Take care, folks. Thank you, everybody, for joining our podcast this week. I want to thank Pulse Podcast Network for our sponsorship. Music by Tritechion. Keep all your entertainment options centered with Xfinity X1. Access live TV, Netflix, and now Hulu and Peacock. Ah, streaming zen. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today. Restrictions apply. Netflix, Hulu, and Peacock memberships required.